Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Friday, August 14th. Will is off, but we got the Beave with a new beautiful hairstyle. Mark with a beautiful hairstyle. I had to join in because I couldn't, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the Florida Man Friday of hairstyles, I guess. Go to this YouTube, is the check best, it out. Yeah, best collection of hair we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, def- definitely go to YouTube, subscribe to Hard Factor and check out this episode if you want to see some wild hair. Beave, it's looking golden and great. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. This whole thing, it feels real comfortable. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I really think I'm just settling into this whole beef thing. And what I did to my hair, I think I think it works. I think it works. It feels uh, right. You're waking up like uh, like it was meant to be. Uh, now, you did a double double bleach. Is that correct? That's a double, this is a double bleach. I, you know, I have darker hair, so it didn't really do the whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's OK. It's pretty good. I uh, I I. I pushed my scalp to the limit. It's very badly burned. My scalp is very badly burned. <laughs> but the hair is still there. You didn't lose clumps of hair. Oh, no, nice. no, no, not. No, no. The hair, is, it's here, baby. And it's because the good. double bleach could potentially cause hair to fall out. Correct. That's a lot of people were saying that on the Internet. Uh, and yeah. I was definitely a little bit afraid that was going to happen. Uh, but as the beef does, I push things right to the limit. Worked out for the beef. Nice. Well, there you go. Also, where, where um, are you this DJing is- Saturday? Yeah, <laughs> your mom's house. Wes. <laughs> maybe, maybe this, when we're done, we'll call you over. This is uh, nice. This is take two, by the way, because um, the Beeves Internet Spectrum Spectrum dust again, and um, this is the second take of the opening of the show. Luckily, we didn't get too far before. Yeah, uh, just Spectr- a quick update Spectrum's on that. Kicked us off. Yeah. Uh, the sixth. That's one, two, three, four, five. Sixth tech came out today. Uh, su- supervisor. Six of them. Uh, six of them have been in my home for the same problem, which has been happening for a month. None of them have solved the problem. Uh, she left. She was a very nice later. She left uh, thinking she'd solve the problem. 12 minutes later, still 0.02 upload speed. So she's coming back at some point, but the internet just timed out. So this is, yeah. When yeah, we like your hair to your time. scalp, you are barely hanging on to Zoom. Uh, yeah, um, it is not good. Yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all right, let's just get right. into it. So we got to do a show. Let's get into so it. I'm going to kick yeah. it off, guys. Florida is the equivalent of your most fun friend. The guy that you always know knows where the party's at. You know what I mean? He's uh, he's the guy that you're always happy to see. Uh, and almost every time you hang out with him, you come away with quite a story. But there's a time and a place for that guy. And, well, he can find cocaine at a moment's notice no matter where he is. Uh, and he has access to his dad's boat. He's not the guy you want in charge of anything serious, uh, which is the case in Florida. He's in charge, uh, which is probably why so many fucked up things happen there. Like recently, when a Florida sheriff barred deputies, uh, banned them, prevented them 
in any way, shape or form from wearing masks or facial coverings uh, at work. Uh, this is according to authorities. You said you said made it mandatory for them to wear masks, correct? It's a no, no, no. It's the opposite of that. It's a no it, mask mandatory. Uh, and this is as Florida struggles with uh, coronavirus breaking records all the time in terms of infections and death. Meet Sheriff Billy Woods, guys. Billy insists that there is no conclusive evidence that wearing masks curbs the spread of the virus. Uh, and in a memo to his deputies, guys, Billy Woods said, quote, Now I can already hear the whining, and just so you know, I did not make this decision easily, and I've waited out for the past two weeks. Uh, so that makes it better. Billy. No, you no, thought about he, he, it didn't, for a while. he didn't. He didn't spend any time on this. This was the easiest decision. He just decided to go for what he always wanted to do and ban masks. He hates masks. Right. He thinks they're lame. He thinks it makes you look like a pussy or a bitch. Uh, yeah. And yeah, he just doesn't want his people wearing masks, which is hilarious. There's nothing nothing that I've read personally that says that this is helpful. <laughs> yeah. And now, I wouldn't believe it if I read it. Right? Now, I haven't read. OK, he went on to say. We can debate and argue all day of why and why not, y'all. But the fact is, the amount of professionals that give the reasons why we should wear masks, I can find the same exact amount of professionals that say why we shouldn't. Uh, solid, so solid. Why, why would you ban it if it's like inconclusive and you found the state? Why wouldn't you let it be up to your officers? <laughs> right. If it's a toss up, uh, right. Billy don't air on the side of caution. Ty, <laughs> Ty goes to the not losers. <laughs> yeah. Ty goes to the more dangerous and risky scenarios. <laughs> Ty goes yeah. To dumb. Yeah. Ty goes to dumb. <laughs> uh, guys, the policy applies to all 900 department employees. So that's all the police and the support Jesus. staff. Uh, Woods went on to say, hey. This is no longer a debate, nor is it up for a discussion uh, like a, you know, very uh, dangerous. Jefferson, dad. what the hell is this? He's going through a slideshow of his officers and masks. <laughs> the hell is this, Jefferson? <laughs> yeah, he's checking their Instagrams. Uh, yeah. Guys, to put officers at ease in regard to how they would explain their masklessness to the literally dozens of strangers, their job requires them to come in close contact with daily. Billy said this, if at any time you were confronted by any individual complaining, berating you, or just being a difficult individual, you will politely and professionally tell them, I am not required to wear a mask, nor will I, per the order of the sheriff, and then you will walk away from them. Uh, that's his advice there. Looks uh, like we found a new meter maid because Jefferson refuses to take his mask off. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the local health department was not consulted in any way, shape or form before this decision was made. Uh, a spokesperson for the Florida Department of Health in Marion County said on Wednesday. In, in other news, guys, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Tuesday said the state will need help covering costs associated with their devastating coronavirus outbreak, expressing confidence that the federal government will help pick up the tab for the increased Medicaid outlays. So that's that's you guys. That's everyone listening that it doesn't live in Florida. Don't worry. You're paying for it. Ron's confident after he mismanaged uh, handling the virus in a devastatingly way, devastatingly bad way. And he's backed up by Sheriff Billy Woods down there because fuck it. After two, after two weeks of reading only the side I wanted to read, right. I decided exactly. <laughs> no masks. Sir, you might want to read this. Fuck. What the fuck is that? Now, how long yeah. do you think, uh, Billy, how long do you think this is actually going to go on? I mean, they can't let him do that, right? It's just completely I mean, sure, ridiculous. Sure they can. So as that's, as that's actually, charge, an, yeah. that's super interesting, Wes. So, like, remember when uh, all that, it was all that civil unrest because 
uh, of racial inequities in our country related to the police in some respects. Yes. I, I dug into it. So here's what's super interesting. Who are the police, right? Like who puts them in charge? Billy's probably where the buck stops. You know what I mean? I guess. Well, he I was voted yeah. in. He gets to make the decision. Yeah. You have to like you'd have to fire him or vote him. The out, sheriff think, or think, whoever. Yeah. 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 Sheriff's are voted sheriff. in usually. He's elected. Yeah. Sheriff's are wow. elected. So that's Billy. I mean, hmm. I think put the a mayor... mask on. You, Billy, Billy has your ass on the streets. I, yeah. I don't know what the hierarchy is. I don't think the mayor's above the sheriff, but it probably depends on, you know, the town. Yeah, I don't know. My guess is the mayor, the sheriff is like the king of the police. I think that's. Well, but we'll look with, into it with Billy going around intimidating all the mayors. He comes Maybe across. We can, is, yeah, we can take. He's probably oh, yeah. in charge. Oh, the wait, mayor wait, probably oh. is on the same side. We could we should put a call into Billy's office and ask. If anyone has power over Billy, yeah, see what they say. Well, guys, I actually hold on. We have some breaking news. I just got uh, a statement from the uh, 900 employees that work for Billy. This is their statement. Um, Why? Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Can can we make that? Can we just make our own decision? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But why? Okay. All right, guys. Got a, uh, a special edition of Schools That Work. Fools that work in schools, uh, Florida okay. Man Edition, but also fools that work in police stations. Now, we here at Hard Factor support the men and women in blue and all that they do. But sometimes you have to scratch your head at shit like this one uh, coming from my favorite place in the world, Key West. Uh, I'm shocked these kinds of things exist in a place as magical as Key West, but apparently they do. Um, so, yeah, they have their own police force down there, too. It's not like uh, right. state. It's not like state troopers. They got like the Key West force. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they ride around scooters and shit, horseback, I yeah. believe. So any, um, anyway, an eight-year-old boy with special needs allegedly hit his teacher and told her that his mom was going to beat her ass um, after she apparently like, awesome. touched, touched him. Yeah. So th- th- we've, we've heard this story before, right? Like the kids get out of hand. Uh, the teachers don't want to deal with them. They call the police. And then this kind of shit happens. Um, I'm not I sure just- if she's – yeah. I just love this very special time in a young boy's life where he loves his mother so much and also, you know, he just thinks that she well, he he, he knows she'll do anything for him. Like, right. you know, he's walking around threatening that his mom's going to beat beat their asses that you kind of grow do out of think, that. So it's, I think, do you it's, think it's because she's do you think it's because she's done it before? He's just I think like, it's I know what's coming next. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't even really it's, a warning. It, was, it yeah. wasn't a threat. It was a warning. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's not a threat. He's like, he's like, I really have no say in the matter. This is what's <laughs> happening next. I think it's probably beats his ass a few times a week, too. So <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, so not sure if the teacher is uh, is is OK. Um, we're in a coma right now. But as you can imagine, a blow from an eight year old can be very devastating. Um, actually, she's fine, has zero injuries. Um, so when the teacher alerted authorities, the police came and handcuffed the young boy as he was sobbing hysterically because being handcuffed is scary at any age, especially oh, yeah. eight. Um, the cuffs, of course, were so big they did not even fit around the boy's wrists. Uh, but nonetheless, he was hauled off to jail, fingerprinted, DNA swabbed, and a mug shot was taken. Um, this happened. Finger, come on. In yeah. the school, they arrested him. In the school, they arrested him. Yep. Yeah, that's yep, gonna they, help. That's oh. gonna help with him adjusting to uh, to the, the social stuff there in the school with the other students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one's gonna be able to relate to him for like ten years. Like none yeah. of his peers are gonna be able to relate to the whole fingerprinting, uh, the mug shot. Like, no, that hasn't happened to you, other nine year olds. No? no, I mean okay. they just. I know. I know cops can bend the rules, right? Like, do, do, do you th- or do you think maybe like they've got like a sheriff Billy Woods in this department who's like, no, you arrest him, but let her in the law. Like, you feel like a pretty yeah. big jackass when you're putting cuffs on an eight year old, right? Yes. It's a police officer in no mask arresting an eight year old. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, they, they certainly started them on, an, on a pretty bad trajectory after this. The 64-pound menace was charged with felony battery um, until a person with a fucking brain stepped in and dropped the charges, but only, only after a doctor did a mental evaluation on the boy and confirmed that the charges should be dropped because uh, he did have uh, mental problems. Um, at any rate, the trauma and damage has been done. And this was back in December of 2018, by the way. But Tuesday, the boy's mom finally filed a lawsuit um, the school against the school district and police, I believe, saying the police to use excessive force. The school officials failed to intervene and that the district violated the Persons with Disabilities Act because, again, her son has special needs. Um, the chief of police said the officers did nothing wrong and followed procedure precisely. Just yes, like they did. Yeah, just, yeah. Exactly. Exactly as I told him to, which is exactly um, where the problem lies, according to the boy's attorney. Um, during the arrest, one officer is heard saying, quote, you understand this is very serious, OK? I hate that you put me in this position that I have to do this, OK? All right. The thing about it is you made a mistake. Now it's time to learn from it and grow from it, right? Um, not repeat the same mistake again, okay? Which is a great message, uh, but maybe a little too early to do uh, the scared straight tactic on an eight-year-old. I don't know. What? Too he, early. He, Way too early. What? Okay, so, okay. Okay. What? He put it on the boy? Like, if, if you, yeah. you got to put it on the system, buddy. You can't put it on the boy. Like, I'm, I, I'm, you know, you, I don't like you put me in this position. He's eight, man. When people say, by the way, I know it's, I know it's a fucking controversial topic, this show loves police. No, we don't want police off the streets. We want as many police as need to be in any city or town to be safe. Yeah, good when, cops. Yeah. When people say defund the police, yeah. what they mean is hire a social worker so that when an eight-year-old hits a teacher, a social worker shows up, not a cop. That's what they mean. I uh, think some people mean that, Pat. Well, some people might might mean the, get rid of them completely. The smart ones yeah. mean that. It, it, yes, right, right. Puts, we need to build a system into our country in some way, shape, or form where an eight, if an eight-year-old hits hits a teacher, that cop doesn't need to waste his time going to the fucking school and, and hey, be put Q in that ball. position. Hey, cue ball, get up here for your fingerprinting. <laughs> cue yeah. ball. Like, I, mean, I like, told you to stop stabbing people, cue ball. Okay, fucking, little, that, Je- little Jeremy, it's your turn. That cop has to go <laughs> home and tell his wife what he did that day. And he and, right. and in that description, he has to be like, well, honey, like, you know, I went over to the elementary school, slapped some cuffs on an eight-year-old. It's like, he, he shouldn't be in that position. And it's not the eight-year-old, it's the system. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, isn't it? Um, anyway, the boy was diagnosed with ADHD, something called oppositional defiant oh, yeah. disorder, depression and anxiety, and was recognized <laughs> tack by the school. A, tack a few, tack a few other things on him after this. After this, oh, I, yeah, He's, oh, shit, depression, I, anxiety. I, yeah. I, I think, school. guys, hold on. I <laughs> no, Mark, you're. I think we know someone with op- oppositional defiant disorder, and I'm not laughing at it because anyone with a disorder that's tough. But uh, we had a friend growing up that uh, told us one time that he has a, uh, a mental issue that uh, prevents him from admitting when he's wrong. And I'm pretty sure that that's oppositional defiant disorder. That's we, awesome. Yeah, it might. Anyway, yeah. Um, and, and the school recognized it, uh, him as having behavioral issues and, and he, he did not like being touched. Uh, nobody told the substitute that, which is why he jacked her in the chest, I guess. Um, another example of teachers just not want to deal with these kids, so... It's a shame, man. I mean, uh, you think they'd 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 figure out this new protocol by now, so they stop making news for being fucking jackasses with this kind of shit. But um, nice, yeah. Who knows? All right, all right. On to mine here, Pat. You froze for a second, but we got it covered. Yeah. You're back. You're scaring. Hey us. guys, what's the number one rule when you get pulled over by a cop and they find drugs on you? Hmm. It's number one rule. Say nothing. Say, say uh, yes, sir. Okay. okay. 
Deny, yes. deny, yeah. deny is what you do. Okay. It's not mine. Not Th- mine. That's right? the first mm-hmm. thing my dad, good. my dad told yeah. me when he picked me up from the police not station mine. when I was 12. Yeah. He was like, Patrick, you'd never talk to the police. And I was like, man, yeah. why, why didn't that's you tell a- me that before I committed the crime? <laughs> yeah, before I got arrested and the cuff slapped on my eight-year-old ass. <laughs> Don't be like that 17-year-old kid in Pat's neighborhood that got in a car accident and then immediately told on himself for being high to the police after I told him not to do that uh, when the police arrived on the scene. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out of here. I was just a witness. This kid is going to get a DUI and his license. All right, I'll see you. I'm going home. Um, see, if that kid had grown up in Florida, he would have known better. Uh, as we have covered almost every excuse in the book uh, from Florida people, like uh, the bag of cocaine flew into my car window in the highway. It just like magically oh, yeah, flew in. Um, or, you know, these aren't my pants. These are my roommate's pants. Yeah, um, or well, the manufacturer so- put it there. Right. 40-year-old Willie Graham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lee, you better Levi's check with those guys at, at, the, at the assembly line, man. I don't know. <laughs> check See, her, these check are my pants. They're Levi's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 40-year-old William Graham, uh, who was raised in Florida, took the those aren't my pants excuse to new levels when he was arrested for fighting his brother in the street. Uh, oh, we got a cat fight. Hold on. Holy shit. Holy let me, shit. Let me narrate this oh, for you guys at home. Mark you literally, if you watch it. our YouTube, you'll see me frozen and Mark surrounded like the king of cats. Like, And they really amazing. like him because they during the show, they're they on his keyboard. There's, anyway, they love there's a me. bit of a brawl between two of them. I kind of instigated <laughs> that. Oh, man, my one cat is ready to go. Anyway, um, so, yeah, get refocus. So, yeah, he uh, what happened was the cops were called on Graham and another man fighting, two adults fighting in the street. And when they showed up, it turned out that 40-year-old Willie, Willie Graham was fighting his brother. Uh, that's what the cops got called on for. So, whoops. Uh, and while the cops were questioning the men and probably probably about to let them go, because, you know, two brothers fighting, yeah. okay, fine, we'll let you go if you guys calm down. They noticed Graham kept fidgeting with his pocket. Uh, you see, he wanted to make sure his drugs were still in his pocket. Ah. And they were. They were. So that's why he was fidgeting with them. Um, it turns out police found four plastic bags in his pocket, two of which had marijuana and MDMA, and the other two had residues of an unknown substance, which sounds intriguing. Um, I don't know what that means, hmm. but okay, drugs. Right. Uh, yeah. So while they were reading him his, his Miranda rights, Graham announced to the police that he and his brother weren't fighting, but they were wrestling. And that the pants he had on were gifted to him by a passerby earlier that day <laughs> that offered him free pants that fit Graham perfectly. So no news on if he was like if it was a swap, like the, the men were the same size and they swapped pants, or if Graham wasn't wearing pants at all and the and the friendly man happened to have an extra pants. We didn't get any news on that, but um, that's what happened apparently. Is hey, imagine that down the street. You want some pants? Yeah. Yes. How disappointed the guy was when he realized that he gave him the pants with his drugs in it. Like he probably meant to give him a different pair of pants. And he was like, ah, damn it. I can't take it back now. That would be rude. Shit. Yeah. These are the pants. Yeah. With the drugs in it. The expensive Mm. drugs. I I gave him a drug pants. Damn it. Damn it. Got me again. So, Yeah. They didn't believe Graham. He got arrested. Uh, And those guys were certainly full of testosterone. And I'd be interested to know what their sperm counts were. You know, they can totally find out, too, if they're interested, yeah. if they check out our sponsor, Daddy. Uh, Daddy has tried to normalize the conversation around male reproductive health. One in seven couples experience infertility and one in 10 men are infertile. Uh, Daddy wants to make the process of fertility testing and sperm banking as comfortable, convenient and cost effective as possible, which is exactly the opposite of what the sperm banks want. They want the process to be as uncomfortable 
inconvenient and expensive as possible. Have you guys ever had to make a video talking about yourself to camera uh, in a hot female doctor's office explaining why hypothetical people should pick your sperm for their kids? No, you had to do that. That was part of it. It's it's uncomfortable to do that. Oh, my God. Uh, I thought, what? (laughs) That's like a dating. It's like a dating (laughs) service. I know that you get if you listen to the show, you know that Mark, when he was down on his luck in college, donated sperm, but never signed the final paperwork. So but you had to do you had to do a straight to camera video dating style description. What did you say? I was single at the time, and it was like this hot female doctor was like, just talk about yourself, pump yourself up. And she was just filming me. She's like, that was a pretty good take. Let's try that again. And I just had to be like, I was good at sports in high school. Yeah, I'm I bet smart. you highlighted your athletic I'm, prowess. I got good facial hair and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just, uh, I'm 5'10", you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Lies, lies. <laughs> I digress. No longer do you have to travel to a sperm bank, masturbate in an un- uncomfortable room, and wait weeks to receive results. Daddy has developed a high-tech at-home sperm collection kit, which allows you to test and store your sperm all without leaving the comfort of your own home. Uh, You get your results within 24 hours of receiving your sample. These services uh, through sperm banks usually cost thousands of dollars. No joke. Uh, Daddy provides the at-home collection kit, though, a lab-tested fertility report, free overnight shipping, and a free year of cryogenic sperm storage, all for just $199, with an option to store sperm for $99 a year after the first free year for as many years as you want. Stack it up, stack it up, $99 a year. No hidden cost or fees, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Because Daddy are huge fans of Barstool, they're offering Hard Factor listeners a limited time offer. For any new customers coming via the podcast, this podcast, and if you if you got the order, they're going to give you $50 off your first purchase if you go to daddykit.com, spelled D-A-D-I, and insert discount code FACTOR50 at checkout to order your kit today. Nice. Love it. Uh, I'm still waiting on mine. I got I to gotta contact HQ because everyone got theirs but, but me, but I want to have that competition. I'll do that today. Uh, yeah. Guys, there's an old saying. When a door closes, a window opens. And not having sports is a door closing for all of us. Well, anyone that likes sports. So pretty much probably I won't listen to this pod and most of America. But guys, it was a window for 39-year-old Florida man Daniel Albert Neha. See, the St. Petersburg man was between homes at the beginning of COVID. But he found an opportunity in the vacant Al Lang Stadium, which is in downtown St. Petersburg, which is also the home of the Tampa Bay Rowdies, a minor league soccer team. Uh, but the 75-person stadium became occupied by just one man, and it was no longer the home of the Rowdies. It became the home of Daniel Albert Neha because mm. he started living there in what nice. sounds like the sweetest COVID setup of all fucking time. Did we ever call? Did we ever call stadium as like a best place to hide out if you're homeless? No, but no. dude, this is pretty good. What this guy really figured it out, and yeah, if you're gonna be homeless, do what this guy did, because uh, things were pretty good for Daniel in his new home. He picked the luxury suite as his home hmm. base. And that was his new apartment, and he was eating like a king every night from the commissary, going down there making up oh. stadium dogs, whatever he wants, popcorn. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so many stadium burgers, dogs. nachos. He's after it. Uh, <laughs> he also had a fresh outfit every day, courtesy of the Rowdy's merchandise store. So he, he just throwing his shirt and pants and underwear away every day, strapping on new ones. Uh, was this ba- what, what sport was this? Was this uh, baseball? Soccer. Minor league soccer. soccer? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Everything was coming up, Daniel, guys, as he entered his third week in his new home. 
That was until a nosy cleaning crew threw a wrench in his whole operation. See, a representative from the stadium told reporters, quote, a cleaning crew went into one of these suites that no one had gone into for some time due to COVID and noticed that there were blankets and shaving cream and a razor. Uh, clearly, oh, it had man. appeared that someone had been there. Uh, he got too comfortable. I know. But, dude, he's homeless and he's shaving. Like, th- he, think about how good he was feeling. Like, that's when, you, mm-hmm. when a homeless guy is shaving, that means that they're on the up and up. They're on their way back to normalcy. Right. Well, mm-hmm. he, he has he has to, like, in that situation, dress nicely and pretend like he's, like, the owner of the stadium. Like, right, yep, exactly. Everything's still good here. Just trying out the hot dogs and the no, beer. No, I'm not homeless. Again. I'm just a hard worker trying to, you yeah. know, get ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, she went on to say he was wearing the merchandise and just helping himself to the food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, police guys arrested Neha on Sunday night shortly before 10 p.m. and evicted him from his home. Officers are still trying to figure out how he was able to stay at Al Lang all that time unnoticed. See, the stadium itself was close to fans, but there were workers there every day, I guess, doing repairs and cleaning and shit. So he was. Uh, That's amazing. He yeah. just blended in, I guess, or maybe he just yeah, came he out at night. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't expect he's some wearing, homeless he's guy wearing to be the merch. They, they think he's like a player or something. Yeah. Exactly. Um, he's, this guy should be the sheriff of that Florida town. Really, they should. This guy's a genius. He should become the fucking mascot Billy of the Wood. Tampa Bay Rowdies. I mean, like he yeah. is, he's rowdy. Uh, <laughs> he'd fit right. That's in. a good you idea. Name him. Yeah, yeah, that is a good mascot. Just like the guy that takes advantage of your stadium. Yeah, yeah, they'd get behind him for sure. Who loves they, a team more than him? You know, dress him up. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I would get behind a homeless guy that invaded my team's stadium. No, for sure. I, I literally live here. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Uh, this next one is from uh, Barstool Trent and is uh, just fucking incredible. So, guys, we have all perused the various categories on porn sites. Lots of fetishes out there, right? Uh, yeah. Something for everyone. Um, but this one is, is new to me. So um, there is an, uh, an erotic Florida man who goes by the name of Gainer Bull. And with a name like Gainer Bull, what do you think this this porno erotic star uh, does? What's his what's his thing? Well, I think he's a grower, not a shower. Gainer Bull. Gain, I think you're. I think you're saying his name wrong. I think it's Gainer Bull. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. No, Gainer, Gainer Bull. Bull. I think it's B U L L. I think it's like, Bull. hey, hey, how you doing? My name's yeah. Gainer. Gainer Bull. You're yeah. kind of Gainer saying, Bull. Like, yeah, exactly. I think because he's more, like a, no, a first say. last name situation. Uh, okay. You're doing like the helicopter thing. Yeah, no. helicopter. Uh, Gainer okay. Bull, what does he do? Uh, he probably, I want to say, it's aggressive. I know that. Uh, it definitely has to do with dudes. Lifts because, weights. Yeah. Uh, Lifts weights while getting a blowjob or something. I bet I, I bet he's got like a major hog and um, pounds. Uh, I don't know. What, what does he do? I just wanted to hear what Pat's like vision of this guy was um he's no, bald. No, he, he's a uh, he's an erotic bald. weight gainer um who has like the world's most bulging belly you've ever seen in your life so <laughs> he um he his fans love to watch the 500 pound 44 year old palm beach man get in his quote loading sessions as they are called which are just his his fat shirtless ass eating 10,000 calories a day uh <laughs> to maintain this giant bulging stomach that fat fetish people can't get enough of i mean uh, he's eating himself to death. And he's eating himself to death be- for, for people, the people enjoyment. Are watching it? Yeah, people are people are loving. It. People are people are subscribing to him on fan uh, fans only or whatever the fuck it is. They pay like twenty five bucks a month or twenty bucks a month. Oh my to watch god! His- Holy it's, shit! It, dude, you know what guy's- it looks like? You know, you know, like the I'm in like, uh, drawing classes, like when they teach you mm-hmm. how to draw for beginners. They like you, you start with the shapes. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, uh, that's what it is. It's like someone drew a big ass circle as a st- I've never seen anything like it. It, it looks no, it's like, like it's like they sewed it on him. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. His, his other features actually aren't that fat. No. It's, like ju- it's just know, a belly. You right. know what he looks like? He looks like uh, the uh, King Koopa uh, character in Mike Tyson's punch out. Is the yes. Mm-hmm. Fat- yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The guy you have to punch in the stomach and uh-huh. his pants fall down. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, that's a stomach. Yeah. 500 pounds. Because he looks like a, like a 200 pounder outside of the, the stomach. The stomach's carrying at least 200 pounds. Oh, easily. I mean, it, it's King it's impressive because it's not like a it's not like a fat person's Holy like hanging shit. down stomach. It's like a just yeah. a giant like mass. It, it looks like a balloon that's going right. to pop. Yeah, it's fucking it's it's it, very impressive. It, how, how does he focus all of his fatness just to that one area? I, he must I, have figured out something. He well, yeah. shakes when he eats. Well, so this all the, the, Gainer Bull uh, uh, before and after started, awesome started his uh, started his quest twenty years ago at one hundred and eighty five pounds um, when he learned that a nice round belly got him excited. So he set off on his mission, and um, yeah, that's that's where he's at he's, now. He's got just the amount of. Uh, of surgery scars on his front end that you would expect for a guy who looks like that. <laughs> oh my god, oh. he's gonna die! He's gonna die so soon. Five hundred pounds. He can't. He can't keep doing this. He's he, gonna die. It's literally the stomach is so big that like uh, like a regular sized woman could crawl inside it as a womb. That's how big yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, oh yeah, you could hide have back that problems. stomach. Well, is anyone going to be like, oh, I'm so shocked Gainer Bull died, you know, like, uh, no, no. He's what do like, you say when he dies? Like he had a good run. Like no one's going to be like, oh, this this caught me out, out of uh, out of left field that Gainer Bull. Right. Uh, died. No, he's like uh, that guy, Rich uh, Penna or P- Panera, whatever the guy that was doing the steroid cycles all the, all the time. Um, I, I bet he doesn't get invited Pena. a lot of places. I mean, he, he's probably a nice guy, but there's just something about a guy that named gainer bull that does this professionally like you just uh, you don't want to have him over you know well there's no way that guy can fit in a booth with that stomach no yeah absolutely not he can't fit you can't really sit anywhere that has something in front of him no Uh, he's just at home eating on fans only right so i mean basically basically he he's he's like the world's most like i mean you just can't look away from this belly um so yeah he's gonna die but he, he 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 knows that he knows that this is risky um, but you know, he doesn't want to let his fans down. He's got 8,000 Instagram followers. Like I said, people pay 20 bucks a month to watch him. Um, 8,000. That's not worth it. It's not like, worth it. No, the, the, no, the article's like, he's got 11,000 likes and he's going to die. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. not worth it. He's no. not making millions. No, he's not. Fuck. All of his food goes to eating. That's all yeah, of his he, food. He gets free food and right. that's it. Yep. Like, uh, Pat, can we get can we reach out to Gainer Bull? We need to get him on the yeah, show. Yeah, we can I mean, get I'm, Gainer Bull. I already. We need have. to find out his motivations. It's yeah, Gainer please, Bull yeah. hashtag mass monster mass monster hashtag That's exactly body positive is. body positive. He's body positive. Please please DM him. Please yep. DM him. Now. I will. Uh, okay. I will we take need, a trip to Florida. We need to, We're gonna we get need him. To talk with him. But yeah. but but uh, another a bonus story here. I uncovered something else while doing this 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 story um, through Uh-oh. a link. And have you guys ever heard of fucking a fatness trainer or a feeder? I, mean, I know. Okay, so <laughs> no, I know that no. there's like there's God, like no. there's a thing, right? Like it's a, it's kind of like a sadomasochistic relationship, like a dom sub relationship, uh-huh. where one person Baby is the bird eater style? and one person's the feeder. I know that that exists. Yep. Is this, like that's a fetish. Is this, yep. Is it right. a bird? Is, is it a mama bird to baby bird? Is it like you spit the food in their mouth? Well, 
It's no, I don't think so. It's just it's like so this this one article I've came across was this woman was using a fatness trainer um, to get to 600 pounds by her wedding to satisfy her husband's uh, feeder fetish needs. So feeders love to feed their partners and get them as fat oh as God. possible to where they're that's disabled. What they, that's what they get off on. Yeah, that's what yeah, they get off on. It's the power thing because it's like you're I'm so fat. Nauseous, sir. You're so fat. Yeah. You can't. You can't function, and you depend. You have to depend on me. So, like at the end of Bridesmaid, when she feeds, when McCarthy feeds that guy, her husband in real life, that giant sandwich. Uh, this up, yeah. She's she makes him eat the sub. That's where it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay. so, like Pat said, they just can't do anything else but sit there, and you just feed them. It's yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Like I said, something for everyone out there. Um, all right, but anyway, let's uh, let's move it over to uh, to talk about predicted a little bit. Uh, let's look at the market. Which party? will win Georgia in the presidential election. So right now, 65 sorry, cents. I, I can't. I'm sorry. You got what? it. Just one more. You got to go to Gander Bull's Instagram right away. I'm sorry. I just. Are you talking I about the one with the underwear? I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I caught a photo here as I scrolled down. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Underwear. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You got to go check at it out. The, at the gym? At the gym oh, underwear. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, exactly it looks like he's about to pop. <laughs> he's got a diaper. Like his, underwear, his underwear looks like a diaper falling off. All right, keep going. He's something Wes. else. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay, predict it. Georgia, 65 cents Republican. Seems like a lock, but not so That's fast. That's a great one. Well, oh. well let, me, let me tell you. So Georgia does vote. Um, the, the only time they vote, they go dem, is when the, the – the, uh, the candidate is from the South. Like they liked Bill Clinton, um, you know, in, in 92, I guess it was because he, um, he he's from Arkansas. So they like Southern Democrats. But other than that, they go Republican the whole time. So since 1984, they have gone Republican, except like I mentioned in 92 when they went with uh, Slick Willie. Um, so last election in 2016, Trump defeated Hillary 50.8% to 45.6%. So 65 cents seems like a lock. And some nice huh. money. Um, however, they got Kamala Harris coming on, uh, the first African slash Asian American woman uh, that could be vice president. So that's big. And Georgia um, does have uh, a huge population of African Americans. The the I think the fourth biggest behind D.C., Mississippi, and Louisiana. So it might not be as cut and dry as I think. Um, but if history repeats itself, it will go Republican. So that's a minus one eighty six bet in sports terms. Go to predict.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get 20 bucks on us. What do you guys think? I, I like that as Republican at 65 cents. I think that's I think a lock. So. I think so. I think it's an absolute, absolute lock. Um, Agreed. I like Georgia there on Republican 65 cents gets you a 35 cents per per share increase there. And then I still like my Florida as the closest state at like 11 cents. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I love these states ones. Yeah. The state, ones, state ones are going to the state ones are always awesome to bet on because there's boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. It's yeah. gonna be good, good, good eat, good eatings. Uh, we're gonna be gainer bowling ourselves. Yeah, no with, we're gonna be feeders. <laughs> we're, gonna <laughs> we're gonna need a bunch of feeders after after all these bets. All uh, these feeders okay. out here. Let's get into the last part of the show: five star reviews and cool. voicemails. Let's right. get into reviews first. Okay. Um, there's a bunch. Ted Wheeler says, predict it help. Well, there you go. Good segue. First of all, I'm a casual listener. Love the 500th episode. Glad Wes is back. Great podcast. Blah, blah, blah. That's not why he's writing us. Mm -hmm. Predict it won't verify me. I'm 18, so it's chill. And they want me to send in a photo of my driver's license. Seems suspicious. Is this normal procedures? <laughs> um, I don't I don't think it is. I don't think I have it to send is. My it license. is when you're yeah. dealing. Okay. Like if you uh, sign up so for, okay. if you sign up for like a, like a TD Ameritrade account or any sort of stock trading account, it's, oh, okay. it's SEC it's regulations. So I think that's why. Yes. Okay. 
There you go. So yeah, send it in. Everyone did it. I did it. I just forgot. So no worries. Mm-hmm. Thanks for casually listening. Win some money, buddy. Uh, ben Garth says, funniest guys at Barstool. Great podcast, but please don't stick to the themes. It is annoying when major news breaks on a Wednesday or Friday and they don't talk about it. Please make full time. So I love that. You butter us up. Uh-huh. That's always a way in. And then you do a criticism, which is total. That's the best way to do a criticism. I will say, um, so he's talking about what the fuck Wednesday and, and this show, Florida Man Friday, kind of are a breakdown from the major news cycle. Yeah. However, I would counter that by saying, send in a normal story on Wednesday. If you want to hear about it, if it's like a big story, we will cover it. Because what the fuck ones are just listener submitted stories. We'll cover large political stories, large things happening in the news right. as long as they're submitted to us. So it's really only Fridays and it's Florida Man Friday and we're probably going to get a sponsor for it. So that's probably not going to change. So, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what I had to say about that. Sorry. Anything? Yeah. No, I mean, sorry. I, I mean, yeah. I understand where he's coming from, but, you know. We yeah. generally, if a, if there's a huge news story that breaks, you know, we'll on thir- at the top, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do it on Monday for sure. Yeah. Um, so for sure. Yeah. And we'll, we can mention it like the top of the show. If it's, yeah. like, you know, groundbreaking news, we're not going to just completely ignore it. Right. I don't think there's anything groundbreaking today. No. Um, our next one is from I can't pronounce it too many letters, mm-hmm. uh, just jumbling letters. And it says, love you guys. Uh, you guys are the absolute best. I listen every single day. With that being said, I have a complaint. I put my request in for pool boy Pat over two months ago, and he still hasn't come over to fuck my wife. The beef is starting to make me think he's not a man of the people. Sad. P.S. It's great to have Wes back. P.S.S. Fuck John from North Carolina. Love you guys. Have a great fucking day. He means beef. Josh, right? Josh from North Carolina? Probably. Josh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that his real name? Josh. Yeah. Jake. John. J- I'm not. I don't. I don't really <laughs> care because he wants me to quiet down. Yeah. So whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> I think it's Josh. Yeah. Beef, you got anything? You, what did I miss? <laughs> oh, you've been, you've been, oh, no, I, I, oh, was, I was gone. I, I lost the uh, lost the Internet there, but I'm back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Beef. Someone wants to know why you ha- it's been two months and you haven't come over to fuck his wife. Pat, I, Pat uh, if this doesn't get if this doesn't get solved, you can come over to my house to do the show. All right. Cause, yeah. Can you start going to Wes's house? Yeah, I, absolutely. I, yeah. OK. I, I kind of built right. the studio over here and then COVID happened and then the internet said, yeah, I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, why mm-hmm. am I not banging your wife? Uh, dude, I talked, we talked mm-hmm. about this uh, because you didn't send me a pick and I want to know, I look, I'm doing it either way. I just want to know what I'm working with. That's all. That's fair. That this is a back and forth between you two where he keeps asking why you haven't come over mm-hmm. and, and you keep asking for a pick of his wife. So we're at a stalemate. Next one is from, I don't even know, dude. Uh, it says, have a great day, boys. These uh, mad lads make my morning uh, while I drone away in the corporate oil and gas world. You boys ever hear of throwing babies in Karnataka? Wild stuff. Mm. The beef is a blessing and needs to get a, a grill to match the, the stud ASAP. Cheers. So he's going to want to check out the YouTube video to see the beef's updated hair if we can get the video up. Um, I don't even want to address the baby throwing. No, I don't know what that means. It sounds... It sounds really bad. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to Google it. No, I'm, I'm not, not going to Google, Google it either. I'm not going to Google it. Um, but check out the Beavs new look. Next one's from Paul Wall, 88. And it says, honest news with a comedy twist. Love the show, but, but I want to punch Pat in the nose when every time a stupid person, in quotes, story comes out and he gives them a Southern accent. Uh Oh, he's not going to like the beginning of the show. Uh, also, <laughs> welcome back, Wes. Hope the best for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I did it to this episode, too. So. I, I thought yeah, about that no. recently. I thought about that recently. I, I hear you. Here's the deal, Paul Wall. And if you are the actual Paul Wall, what's up, dude? It's Pat. Uh, if you're not the actual Paul Wall, regardless, here's the thing. I spent most of my life in the South. I'm a northerner, moved to the South. I love the South. I've uh, been in Louisiana, Texas for the last like 
almost 20 years. Uh, I'll take that note. Southern people are not stupid. I know that. Um, but uh, what do you want me to do? How do you, that's the only accent I do well. Note it. It's true. You're, it's Pat's you're, got you're a, couple, a couple speeds on accents. That's one of them. That's true. It's just a default thing. Yeah. But uh, we don't think – I don't think everyone in the South is stupid. You no. don't either, right, Beef? No, no yeah. way, bro. That's why I wouldn't live here if I did. Your audio is a little crackly. Hopefully it's fine on the podcast. Uh, we'll see. But it's, it's terrible to listen to right now. Yeah. Next up from Nick Weaver, uh, 28. It says, I always have a great bleeping day. Um, what's Thanks. up, boys? Welcome back, Wes. I was so worried you were off the podcast, but turns out you were doing great, something great. Thanks, Beef, Nick. You're giving off, you're, there you go. Beef, you're giving off great uh, hardcore young midlife crisis vibes, and I can't tell if it's for a character you want to play or a lifestyle you want to live. And I think, I think, <laughs> very, I don't think Pat very can astute tell of you. Very yeah. Astute. yeah, dead on. <laughs> hundred. Mark, I want to give you props for being freaked out about COVID before anyone else uh, I knew. Will, just keep doing you, man. You make my morning every morning. No homo. Also, Barstool, give these guys contracts. I want them on Barstool. Uh, they are great for the brand in my daily dose of news cocaine. So nice one there. Nice. Um, a couple couple more. This one's from May Cat. It says, you guys are so awesome. Uh, absolutely love the show. So does my wonderful boyfriend, Zach. So it's another lady who listens to it every single morning. It is uh, his birthday this Saturday, August 15th. Wondering if you could give him an awesome Hard Factor style. Happy birthday. Shout out. Thanks. Zach, happy birthday, my man. HBD, have a good week. Yeah. yeah, happy birthday, Zach. Hope you have a good day, buddy. Yeah. You got a good you got a good girlfriend there. She she likes to listen to raunchy stuff, so keep her. Next last one is uh I think it's the last one. Joe Cusack. He says, Daddy gang. And he goes, <laughs> four guys with questionable sperm counts and type two diabetes make fun of how screwed we are as a country. Pat's a lovable lib, but now may be a Chinese asset while rebranding the term communist in a more positive light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people gave me shit about that. Uh, well, look, they're I'm, commies. I, I'm, I don't like China. Okay, I'm not a fan. Communism in practice usually turns out to be evil. Communism in theory, communism in theory is not. It's something that I don't want to get into. It. They probably all have better internet than you. If it's all, they all get oh, equal, dude. No, I, I wish I had better internet. Than I you. wish I had North Korea yeah. internet right now. Yeah, I feel like Pat's I trying do, to call in like an, an emergency, like strike from the jungle. Right now, like, sounds that's like how he's he sounds. Dr- sounds like he's drowning, but that the water, the bed of water he's in, is also being electrocuted. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's get let's get onto the voice. <laughs> Sorry, <mails. laughs> Sorry let's get onto the voicemails. This one's from Wex. On this week in dumb criminal history in 2018, one Florida man on the move met his match and got more than he had bargained for, but exactly what he deserved. While walking from the front door to his table in the Savannah, Georgia, Vinnie Gogo's Family Pizzeria, 31-year-old Palm Bay, Florida resident Ryan Cherwinski noticed an especially attractive waitress putting away menus at the hostess stand. Florida man Chris then decided to let his feelings toward the waitress be known, albeit in a terrible way. He decided to smack the waitress's butt and grope it, but the 21-year-old badass Amelia Holden decided that wasn't the way she'd like to be treated and grabbed the diner by his shirt collar and threw him into a hard metal chair, then held him by his neck and slammed him into a nearby brick wall for good measure. When asked about the incident, the Vinigogo's pizzeria waitress said, I appreciate all the kind words from everyone, but I'd also appreciate it if people would stop tagging me in the videos online, which ended up going insanely viral on Reddit and Facebook. As for that assaulter laying on the floor in pain, Florida man Ryan Cherwinski was charged with sexual assault, and the pizzeria posterior protector was rewarded by becoming internet famous. That's This Week in Dumb Criminal History. 
I'm Wex from Indiana, and remember, please don't be as stupid as these criminals. Yeah, don't be grabbing your waitress's asses, guys. That's, what is this? That's right. a great video if you haven't seen it, though. It's yeah. awesome. She's got, she does have short shorts on, and then she just dominates him, throws his head into the wall. Um, yeah, don't grab your fucking waitress's asses. I went down a little bit of a mm. rabbit hole, uh, like Wes did with the feeder things on waitress grabbing asses, and all the videos end up not good for the guy grabbing the waitress's ass. So don't do that. It happens no. more often than you think. Talk to any waitress. Ugh, disgusting. Dude, stop That's grabbing disgusting. asses. All right, three, three more voicemails. This one came in right before the show. Hi, this is Susie calling with the Vehicle Service Department. We are calling about your vehicle's manufacturer's warranty. We sent you several notices in the mail that you have yet to extend your warranty past the factory cutoff. And this is a courtesy call to renew your warranty before we close the file. If you are interested in renewing your auto warranty now, please press 5 now or press 9 to be removed from our list. And see, that's a good question, Beef. That's why I played it. Because we don't have anything associated with this phone number. We don't have warranties associated with this phone number. It's a scam. And even if you think you owe money when Susie calls, do not press five. I don't know. Do that warranty sounds pretty good, though, Mark. What if, five. What if we're still right, covered? Two more. Hey, I'm in a fantasy league with uh, nine others, so there's ten of us total. Um, we can never seem to decide what a good challenges to decide the draft order since we're of varying shapes and sizes. We can't do a physical one. Uh, there's always some kind of advantage at play. Um, we're wondering if you guys could come up with something for us to do that would decide our draft order that is better than just random. Thank you. All right. Hmm. Is that Josh? Is he that didn't Josh? say his, his name. He just said, hey. I, I, think, I, I think it could be right. Josh. That wasn't Josh in North Carolina. but um, I think he... I think oh, no. DM'd me. Oh, yeah, yeah. A guy that wants Okay, order. well, yeah. How can okay. we figure out your draft order? Okay. So, it's Josh, Josh yeah. um, my advice would be, you know, you can't – you probably guys all can't get together. I'm guessing you guys live in different places. Um, I would say play a hold'em tournament. And if you want to play for money, you can. But the order of people getting knocked mm. out of the tournament is the order. So, the first person out is the 10th pick. So, I can, whoever wins is the first pick, the, the hold'em tournament. Yeah. I love that idea and put the money in yeah. escrow beforehand. But you should put some odds on it. It's the pick and a little, yeah. make it a little bit more fun. Get a little bit more. Do whatever else you want starts. to do to idea, make it man. more fun. But for the order of the draft, the order you're knocked out of your remote um, poker stars or whatever. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. a $10 buy in with like one and 50 blinds, like high stakes. Make it move quick. No problem solved. Last one. Hey guys, this is Alan from West Virginia. I'm a longtime listener. Uh, I also want to say that I consider myself a pretty big space nerd. So I appreciate your space corner. Uh, yeah. Those FRBs can be pretty frightening. But my question for you guys is, so Elon Musk, I know how much of a big fan everybody is of him. His new rocket just completed its first test launch and plans for that amongst other things are to use it for uh, travel between different destinations on earth so uh, hypothetically it can go from like los angeles to new zealand in an hour so my question for you guys is are you gonna take it have a great fucking day and bye okay so it's too bad Will wasn't here to, to listen to his fellow space 
companion there. I thought he was going to um, say communist. I was pretty stoked for a second, but it turns out it's space. <laughs> Will is a big time communist, by the way. He won't. He won't ever let you know, but he's always talking <laughs> offline about how much he loves communism. That's why he gives me a hard time yeah. about being a communist. It's because <laughs> he's know actually a communist. It. Yeah, this is a classic defense mechanism. Um, look, I, I, Elon Musk never follows through with anything. So do you think he's going to commercially have jet, uh, rockets fly you from place to place? I highly doubt it. I wouldn't be caught holding my dick on that one. If it ever got done, maybe. But I'm thinking more likely that Hermes hyperspace uh, thing will happen in the next five to 10 years. Will mm. I take it? Absolutely. Probably not the first year of flights, but year two count me in. I and agree with that, Mark, as a guy that takes way too much on his plate uh, and then can never really do anything very well. There's no way that Elon's uh, doing good shit in any of his endeavors. He's got like fucking no. 95 companies and he's banging Grimes and three way in with Amber Heard. It's, it's just not he's it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, don't buy a, a like. Look at the hyperloop. Don't buy a, like. I can't wait for the hyperloop merch because it's you know. It's he is in happen. Austin, Texas, right now. So Elon, if you're listening, please come on the show. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you, Elon. Um, and that's gonna do it for hard factor, right? Anything else you guys want to mention before we yeah. end the week? Oh, so. uh, we have 98 days left on our contract. Please tell uh, five friends about hard factor. It helps us super. Uh, we can do this. We can get full time contracts. We are uh, we're on the deadline. The clock is on. Our fates will be sealed in November, uh, roughly. So uh, let's get on it. Power is yours, Hive. We have like probably, by the way, like five to ten uh, really decently high level interviews lined up. We're actually talking um, to see like how yeah. how we can schedule in what order because we have a lot of people, a lot of politicians, Congress people, and such that want to come on the show. So we're gonna get some more interviews. We're gonna do good election coverage. Spread the word, guys. Get it out there. Um, we love you. Have a great fucking weekend. See you later, yeah. Perkinson, Miley Perkinson.